My name's Pam. I am in remission from bulimia and compulsive overeating. Have no clue what's about to come out of my mouth. I, I just got up out of bed. I'm not on camera because my hair is all over my head and we're just not going to do that today. The last few days I have found myself and I know a lot of it is, is the uh, seasons changing, shorter days, longer nights. I'm punching that, um, the, my alarm, the uh, snooze three or four times, you know, I'm sleeping that extra 30 minutes, but it makes me feel worse. So hopefully the time change is going to be a good thing for me, but my best thinking, oh my goodness, I thinking about thinking my best thinking, thinking is my problem. Thinking is uh, my problem. Even in any 12 step program, any sort of addiction, it's the thinking that does get me into trouble because thinking it starts with something negative. It usually starts with, oh, that, that horrible person said such and such to me. And then we're off and running the thinking. I start thinking of what I should have said, or if they had said it this way, then I would have said this and just on and on. And the ruminating, I hear that word a lot. And man, I can go on for days. I can live. I heard that uh, Mark Twain said that I can live a couple of months on a good compliment. Well, I can live a good uh, two months on this ruminating over and over and over. And I'm not as bad about that right now. And that's not a good choice of words because that has nothing to do with it. My higher power has everything to do with lifting me up of that up out of that mire when it does hit me and that's the only place that I can turn to to get away from that and it may be OCD it may just be addiction to the food and to the people pleasing I really don't know and I don't have to have that answer anymore and I'm really I'm really, really grateful for that. But back to thinking and thinking about thinking. I can remember growing up uh, my mom would say to me and my dad would to just think. And they would say it so harshly, Pam, just think. They never taught me to think. And I don't know if you've ever thought about that before, but if a child is not allowed to think things through and they are not taught to think things through and to weigh different options, you know, to weigh, this is very simplistic, but to weigh why you might not want to wear polka dots with checks. If they're not allowed to think about those things or um, think about why you, you might not want to jump off of that um, outbuilding, the shit, you know, those sorts of things, they're going to get in trouble because they honestly don't know how to think. And I did not know how. All I knew how to do was freaking people, please. And I did a lot of that. If somebody came along, like it might be my best friend, I would think what they thought. I would think how they told me to think. I would be what they told me I was supposed to be. Um, later in later years, you know, the teenage years hit and, and the interest in boys. I would think what my first little boyfriend uh, would tell me what I was supposed to think. And later, even in the marriage uh, realm, I would think what the husband said I was supposed to think. And there again, thinking that that is what I was as my role as a woman in this world was supposed to do. And this program helps me to realize that that's just not the case. It just isn't that um, we all are human beings. We all have our own souls, our own minds, and we all have our way of operating in the world. And we all have our own view of our own higher power. And um, I'm, I feel like I'm doing a lot of repeating, but that's just very important. And that was a very big eye opener for me that, hey, wait a minute, just because, um, and I haven't mentioned food at all, um, but I will. 
just because my hu- my husband at that time was an upstanding person in the community, much more successful than I was, had this religious bent um, saying that I should think this way or believe this way, or because I'm the quote unquote wife that I should um, adapt, that it was my job to adapt. No, that's not the way things are. And that's not how my higher power would have me to react and operate in my world. And uh, it took a long time for me to come to that realization. But I'm so grateful that even in later years, the last half of my life, that that was a bright light moment. It's like, wait a minute, my higher power has given me ideas. My higher power has given me uh, values and um, loves for certain things. And it's not my job to adapt to what someone else says I'm supposed to do. And because this is where the food comes in, because when I have done that in my entire life is when I will end up at the end of the day with a half gallon of, you know what, I'm not going to mention this food, but I will end up gorging myself until I cannot even keep my eyes open anymore. And that has happened so many times in my life with the food and especially in the bulimia phase of my life. Of course, there was the, um, not going to get real graphic, but with bulimia, there's the binging and the purging. And there are many ways to purge. Um, I was a laxative abuser at one time. The emptiness was the feeling probably that I was going for. And I've recently learned this from some other people that suffered from bulimia or practiced it, I should say, um, that it's that empty feeling that we were seeking because that empty feeling made me feel clean. The gorging, the purging, was making me what I was always told I was, which was dirty, useless, stupid, all those things. So that was pouring all of those things onto me. And then the purging would allow me to feel clean. The empty, the emptiness, I felt clean. And looking back on that, I can see that so clearly. I don't know if anybody else has that experience whatsoever. But the last few years, I have come to see that, you know, eating is not a sin. Food is meant to be enjoyed. It is not meant to uh, to be used as a tool to kill ourselves, which many of us do that. And uh, that's not how my higher power would have me to use a gift such as food. Food is fuel, but it also is meant to be enjoyed. That's what I believe. And he has allowed me to come to a place in my life where I can do that with food. I have neutrality with food where I don't want to go compulsively have those binges anymore. and Guys, that is just such a big deal. Some people are, and y'all have heard it, just stop. Just don't, just don't eat that. Well, it, it just doesn't work that way with a lot of people. And I was one of them. And I am really grateful that I don't have to do that now. And the thinking is the biggest deal too. If I can turn to my higher power and that may mean calling a sponsor, it might mean come to a meeting. It may mean turning straight to my higher power, you know, with prayer, but turning away from what that thinking, the thinking that turns me into that, that hollowness, the one that takes me down the rabbit hole with the room. That's what will get me in trouble. And it truly will. And I've heard that from so many people that are in 12 step programs that it's the thinking that gets us into trouble. And if I can think through a binge in, in a beverage program, they say think through the drink. 
And if you can think through all of it, think through the consequences. And it's the same with a binge or with uh, eating something that is, I know is going to make me feel horrible. If I can think through that, think through the consequences by that time, the, the craving is gone and the compulsion is gone. And that to me is just another little miracle of this program. And I think I've probably rambled enough. I appreciate you guys being here and listening to me and letting me share. Thank you.